The following podcast contains some strong language and some very average opinions. Any references to actual people are wildly inaccurate. It's probably best if you don't listen at all. The Roaring Peacock Podcast. Welcome back to the Roaring Peacock Podcast. This is a special It's the 100th podcast. That's right. And get ready for some stats. 92,000 views, listens, downloads. We've done 100 podcasts in 198 days or six and a half months. We've had 50 guests. Uh, We've raised 3,500 pounds to bring toys to children at Christmas in the Holbeck area. And we've had 8,000 hours of watch time. People have watched us for eight thousand hours. Yeah. What's wrong with them? I don't know. Um, <laughs> I know the lockdown's affected people in a really detrimental way. Fucking we'll escape from their families, aren't we? Come on, people. What's going on? Speaking of lockdown, that's the other topic we'll be talking about. It's been three hundred and eighty-nine days since a last game with fans. That was. Uh, Luke Yeboah Ailing smashing it in off the underside of the crossbar against uh, Huddersfield 389 days ago. Since then, we've had nine games in the championship that we've missed. So we missed promotion. We missed winning the championship. Uh, we, uh, we've had two cup games, which we missed. So we've missed bowing out in the first opportunity in both the <laughs> EFL Cup and the FA Cup. And we've missed 29 games in the Premier League. Um, We've been in lockdown so long that we started a podcast. That's how long we've been in lockdown. Um, So my name's Adonis, and you know me as at the Adelites on Twitter. It's a very good hello from me and joining us to talk about all of that and more in our 100th podcast. There's a few people in the room here. So Ryan. Hello, now then. Barney. Hi, mate. All right. (laughs) You Hello, Ross. Hello. And Sam. Hello. Okay, um, so let's start off with lockdown then. Um, uh, two minutes each then, to just two or three minutes each to try and keep it uh, short and snappy. Um, should we start off with you, Ross? Yeah, go on then. What, so following leads in lockdown? Yeah. Nothing much has changed for me, to be honest. I live 300 miles away from that <laughs> road. And I've been to a game since we were last in the Premier League. Um, so, yeah, nothing has changed. I watch every game on TV or I watch it on LUTV or I listen to uh, Bryn Law and Ben Parker on LUTV radio. Like, I've seen or I've heard every game since I was last at Ellen Road. I just, it's a fucking massive commute for me to make that. And it costs about 200 quid on the train to get there and back. And then, yeah, I wasn't paying that for Ken Bates price tickets. Um I am tempted to, to go as soon as we can next season. Um, but yeah, not a lot has changed for me, to be honest. I'm still enjoying Leeds the same way I always do. Okay. Enjoy, enjoying Leeds, though. That's the <laughs> thing that's changed, I guess. <laughs> yes, there was a stage four or five years ago, well, actually three or four years ago, when Steve Evans was in charge, where I absolutely hated Leeds and football as a, a concept, because that's what Steve Evans had done to me. But yeah, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm really excited for the next game we've got, because it's almost full circle. The heck and bottom era is also an incredible low, and we're about to go and batter his Sheffield United team and keep them bottom of the Premier League. So it's it's a nice it's nicely rounding itself off. This is and it's gonna it's been a great season back in the top flight, and people know who we are again. I feel like Steve Evans has done that to a lot of women as well. <laughs> <laughs> He's converted them. <laughs> Just wearing his sombrero. That's all he was wearing. Oh, dear. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I can't see that. <laughs> oh, God. Them, sam- them sandals and that sombrero and that's it. Wow. Here's your image, Johnny, for the podcast. <laughs> I've, already, I've already done that. One. I've already done it. I've seen my cock in two years. Crawley, I think. Okay. Oh. I, don't, I don't know if I'm going to keep that. Keep that in or not? Uh, keep it in. Keep, keep it in. in. Yeah. Okay. Hundredth podcast. Why not? Why not? <laughs> um, okay. Ryan leads in yeah, lockdown. Um, leads in lockdown. Then so it's. I'm a season ticket holder, so you know I miss 
fucking everything about not being being at Ellen Road. It's fucking garbage. But you know, we uh, we got promoted and we just the euphoria of all that, being at home, watching it on TV. You know, it, it was good for me in a way to watch it like with my family, with my kids. Some of that I don't normally do with football. Mm. Um, so I've sort of like enjoyed that, but I do, I, I miss it so much, man. Um, I think a big thing for me is me and my brother. It's, it's something that, you know, we, we, we live totally set different lives in our kid. Um, but this is one thing that brings us together and it's football. And it's that meeting up with him before the game, having a pint, you know, I think he, he spoke about it before as well. And, you know, just chatting up, catching up, and then walking to the ground. You know, I, I just miss all that. And the sooner we get that back, the better. And obviously, we've missed everything about you know the promotion. You know, that being at the ground, stuff that everyone's gonna who, who goes and that it, it, it has missed. You know, um, we didn't. But, we didn't you know. even. We didn't even mention all the all the greats that we we haven't been able to say goodbye to. But yeah, it's another big part it's of been it. A, it has been a sad time for our club as well mm. over COVID and you know the last 12 months we've lost a lot of great a lot of our great players that you know without them we wouldn't have had the trophies mm. the good times you know we, we haven't won a right lot without those guys you know and they deserve everything that they're going to get with when we get back in that ground and Hopefully, you know, I think you once spoke about it before that we could do something individually for each one of them because they deserve it mm. as well as together. Okay, Ewan? Yeah, just on that, um, I, I, I haven't yet watched it, but I caught about 20 minutes of the Finding Jack Charlton thing last night. Yeah, and you can tell that's, that, that's going to be a brilliant but quite emotional watch. So, um, you know, what, what a player he was. And you think about the caps between him and Hunt, uh, him and... Um, Peter Lorimer, I mean, and Norman Hunter. Jesus, I mean, yeah. some of those numbers, whatever. Some people won't get near it, will they again? Um, so Leeds in lockdown, uh, probably somewhere in between. I mean, I don't go every week. I'm not a season ticket holder. Um, I go more often than Ross, to be fair. But, <laughs> I, I, uh, but you know, I was going to ask you. I was going to ask you about that, Ross. About you know, what do you feel about those guys that do come from like near where you live? Who go every week? It's crazy, isn't it? I think they're mad. Yeah, the Hampshire Whites, they do a great job of getting yeah. people to and from the games. And I've worked nights for the past 15 years. This is the first year that I've been working days and I can't go anyway. Yeah. But um, yeah, I used to work every Friday night and into a Saturday. So the thought of commuting up to Leeds after a 12-hour night shift wasn't massively um, appealing. Yeah, especially with Evans in charge and the like. Yeah. I just know people who just, no matter what they do, what time they get in, they just travel up to Leeds to watch every game and away. And it's like, I just think it's, it's you know, it's, it takes a special kind of person. And, yeah, definitely. You know, but anyway, so yeah, um, I think there's been ups and downs. Let's go back to our format. And the downs have been, it's been really flat, the atmosphere, you know, watching a game is not the same. A bit touching on, you know, what Wiggins said that, um, Getting it to watch all the games with your kids and you're like around your family has been quite nice, actually, because, I mean, I go with my kids sometimes, but I, I go with the lads quite a lot or more often. Um, so that's been quite good. Um, tell how well behaved my kids are when I said quite good. It hasn't been, you know, brilliant. It's just been all right. <laughs> <laughs> been all right. Um, I won't miss, miss watching it with them, but uh, no, it's been, it has been nice watching it with the family and my brother and, and friends and stuff. Um, losses are really hard really hard because you know when you do lose and you go to the game you, you go to the pub you sit with your mates you get it out of your system it's quite cathartic and then you go home and you're sort of all right um and that's been really difficult so the losses have felt twice as painful twice as difficult not even having a crowd atmosphere in the background watching the games on telly i mean listen we've been able to watch more games on telly it must be great for ross because there's been virtually every game has been available on amazon prime sky or um you know, uh, BT Sport. So, I mean, that's been brilliant being able to catch up every game on the telly, but not having that buzz of the atmosphere, the crowd behind, you know, being able to hear um, people yelp when they get tackled, just being like quite depressing. Um, and just not seeing your mates, all that histrionics, all the kind of religious stuff about going to the game that, that Wiggy's touched on, that Ryan's touched on. Um, about you know meeting up, having a beer, the smells, the, the burger van smell, the fried onions, the the you could smell that kind of watered pitch as you start walking up the stairs to to the to look across the you know the pitch that sight of looking across watered the pitch mud. Players, 
Water mud now. It yeah. Be, yeah, like, smell, the, smell the bog and, and the, the, the midges, <laughs> the midges and mosquitoes. You're flattening them away. <laughs> the monster trucks going round on the yeah. pitch. Yeah. But, you know, missing that sort of, as you walk up them steps, there's always a special feeling inside your body, like butterflies coming up as you get to the top of the steps. Look across that, that theatre, hear the crowd buzzing and the rumble of feet and that kind of all the things that we've talked about. You miss all them... The senses that hit you every time you go to watch Leeds, that's that's been really difficult. But as a, as a an event, watching them play and how they've co- how they've competed and and how they've represented us and, and the fans and themselves on the pitch has been absolutely brilliant. I don't think we could have asked for much more. Odd result here and there, but I think as a whole, what a delightful first season back. Okay, um, Barney. So at least during lockdown, it's been bloody hard, to be honest. Um, I mean, for me, going, I'm a season ticket holder in the cop, and one of the things for me, it's like you wait, you work Monday to Friday, and that Saturday is like your release. 90 minutes of not having to think about where the next pay bill is going to come, where's, where, how are you going to pay a bill, how are you going to do this? You don't have to worry about doing your food shop or anything. It's all about just concentrating on look, watching those 11 players. And it's also the routine for me. It's about, I mean, I used to go silly, silly times. I used to get into Leeds for 10, half 10, go to Weatherspoons to get a breakfast, meet up with a mate who used to come from Birmingham. We used to walk, we used to go around the pubs around Leeds. Then we used to like rush to get a taxi, quick one in the peacock, then into the ground. Um, it's it's the thought of just walking up those stairs, like um, Ewan was saying, you're walking up those stairs, but especially in the coppers where you still... I remember the first time I went when I was nine years old, hearing the hearing the bells and the banging of doors and things, and it's you hearing all those sounds, and, you, and all of a sudden you walk up those stairs and you're hearing strings of Yasmin in the background, and you just hit, see the whole crowd there as well. I'm not, I mean, I'm getting ghoulish pimples now. You've got the hair up on me on the back of my neck. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's it, it's amazing how much you miss going to a game, how much it means to you, just for. Just the mental well-being as well. It's just amazing how much it can help you. And like it, like a loss as well, like um, you were saying, you can go after the game, just get absolutely arsehole, and you just forget about it anyway. And I think, to be honest, well... <laughs> Drink responsibly, kids. <laughs> <laughs> <Drink> responsibly, kids. <laughs> but I also think that, I think sometimes people, when you're watching the, when you're watching the game on TV... I think sometimes you're taking the game out of context as well. When you when you're watching it live, you see different things that you would not see um, on TV. And I think sometimes when we do lose a game or a result doesn't go our way, I think sometimes we may not have seen it properly that game or that individual player, like my one of my favourite players, Tyler Roberts, <laughs> <laughs> says anything. <laughs> it's just it's just really hard to like. I know it sounds really silly, but it's hard to get excited for a match day because it doesn't feel like a match day. At the, now a match day is like I go to, go to click and collect to, sh- to collect the shopping from Asda, rush home and watch the game on TV. Right, it's, that's it. That's you don't you don't feel any sort of emotion from the game. Yeah, it comes up. It comes up too quick, doesn't it? Yeah, it's almost just out of nowhere. Um, yeah, your, your liver will be pleased, Barney. Yeah. He's at home instead. <laughs> okay. I was about to say the beer, the beer's better at mine than it is at Ellen Road, to be fair. That's, no, that's one of yours. Oh, it is. Yeah. All right. And Sam? Um, mine's a bit like Ross, to be fair. Mine's not changed that much. Um, I had a season ticket up till when I left uh, to go to New Zealand. Um, this was in Gary Monk season. And then as soon as we left, we actually started being good. So you're welcome. Um, but, so for me, so for me, it's not really changed at all. Um, if anything, it's actually improved because I don't have to wake up at two in the morning, three in the morning, put the game on, or I'm absolutely mangled in a club or something, and I've got my phone propped up while I'm dancing, you know, trying to watch a Leeds game. You know, it's it's, it's changed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, love. I'm watching the game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a mood killer, isn't it? Do you want to dance, love? Leeds are playing. <laughs> I remember, I remember one when we beat Stoke three uh, one away, and that was a great game. But I was just like one eye open, like trying to like watch it. Oh, it's, it's funny. But if anything, yeah, it's it's improved. But I still, I still can't get a hang of no crowd because um, you don't really realise it until, mm. say, Aileen's gone for a throw in, 
and he just does a close-up shot of him. You see no crowd behind you. Like this is bizarre. It's still it's still very weird. Um, but yeah, now I'm back. I can't wait to to go back again um, to to Ellen Road and see us. Uh, we've got a lot to to thank the team for. Hopefully, get to say bye to players like Hernandez. You know, mm. a lot of a lot of like it's been mentioned. A lot of people have died. A lot of the legends of the club. So. There's a lot to get back for. Hopefully, it's not too long. Um, yeah, I can't wait to yeah say thanks to the team for for giving us something happy to be about in lockdown in a shit time, really. Okay. And so what's it like, Sam? Thinking of blasting a bird while watching Leeds on the phone. Train my eyes to go either way, mate. I've never done. I've never done. Oh, you have to. Yeah, I'll, I'll teach you that. Don't, <laughs> <laughs> no, don't teach me. <laughs> I don't want any like, lessons, uh, mate. It's like that train spotting scene, isn't it? Yeah. Emil's going against and Alan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the shagging on, on the bed. <laughs> and he's anti-climaxing at the same time. Oh, dear. Um, and for me, <laughs> for me then, um, Leeds in lockdown. Again, I, I live far away uh, from Ellen Road. So in terms of the match day experiences hasn't changed a lot. But I think for me personally, my life at the start of at the start of lockdown, I, I was I was very, very ill and I have been quite sick for the last four or five years. And so getting healthy and having this time off where I can get healthy and just focus solely on my health. And I've been on furlough, so I didn't have to do it personally. That has given me the chance to get strong and get fit and and find myself a bit more. And that's kind of what um, the Roman Peacock was all about. So we can move on to that then. Um, and yeah, just, I guess I'm the, I'm the kind of the person behind it and I wouldn't be able to do any of it without all of you guys. Um, uh, but at the same time, it's been an enormous amount of work for me. And why did I do this um, to myself? I don't know. <laughs> are, you, are you asking yourself the question, yeah, Donny? Why are we doing this? Where this is going? Is this the last one we're doing? Don't, don't a... <laughs> Hundred and out. <laughs> um, uh, no, but... Um, I guess, it, like, for me, it's, I don't know how metaphysical I want to get on a football podcast, but uh, for me, it's been, like, when I was removed, when I went to Australia when I was 16, having had, you know, been born in the LGI, brought up in Leeds, um, gone season, have we had season tickets for eight seasons in a, in a row before we left? Um, so that was, like, our thing. Me and my mum would go uh, to the games. We'd go to every league cup game we'd go to every uh fa cup game we'd go to every european uh home game and when i moved to australia when i was 16 i i, I don't think i can really describe that for you um if you you're being kind of exiled from your tribe maybe and and put into a a, a foreign land um, where they, they do speak English, but, you know, barely. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, you know, it's all different sports and everything about it is different. Um, social life, I had to finish my high school there. So, you know, it was just a, a very awkward time when you're at an age when you're building your roots and you kind of set yourself up for life in a, in a lot of ways. Um, so, you know, there's stories about, um, slaves getting taken away from their tribes in Africa and then being freed and going back to Africa. Um, and this is, I guess, <laughs> what I want to get into, which is not really knowing yourself. And I committed the cardinal sin of forgetting where I came from. So trust me, if you're a young person, and you listen to this, never, ever, ever forget where you come from and never forget who you are. Um, so the Adelites and the Roaring Peacock, that was all about me reconnecting with myself and, and who I was after a, the craziest 20s you can ever imagine. Uh, I mean, maybe watch Fear and Loathing and <laughs> you'll get some kind of an idea. Okay, um, so Roaring Peacock then. 
100 podcasts in 198 days. I'm really proud of that. I cannot believe we've put out one podcast less than every two days. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> just, just for a little bit of reference for you, I do a video game podcast and we started eight years ago and we're on episode 94. <laughs> Lazy bastards. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then, the Roaring Peacock, then. Um, and I guess you want to talk a little bit about the youth pod as well, Ross. It's given me an outlet to talk about Leeds. My wife and all of my wife's family are Chelsea fans, and she doesn't give a fuck about Leeds. Um, I've, I've managed to convert my daughter. She's six years old, and my wife tried to put her Chelsea pyjamas on the other day, and she ran around the house screaming, saying, no, no, no. And she grabbed her Leeds <laughs> shirt and put that on. So, converted one. Oh, my God. Ross, <laughs> that is some me. parenting there. <laughs> Congratulations. Parent, parent of the Year Award goes through <laughs> Ross Bell. Probably she loves Pablo and she loves Janny, so she's going to have a, a tough summer, I think, um, with those two going to leave. But I'll convert her. I'll make her a Bridie fan instead. But, yeah, it's... I've got the Hampshire Whites. We meet once every couple of months in a pub just up the road, and that's great. But apart from that, yeah, it's uh, it's an outlet to talk about Leeds. Before that, I was just shouting into the void of Twitter and getting annoyed with people that didn't see the game the same way I did and the, the, the usual Twitter nonsense. But having a podcast to do it is it's fantastic. I've got my own football, football podcast, and those guys, they, they tolerate my talking about Leeds, but they, they care about other things and their own teams more. So... It's just been fantastic to be able to do this and I just appreciate the opportunity to, when you brought us on board, I thought, I've seen loads of people before tweeting, I'm going to do a Leeds podcast and get in touch. So I've, I've messaged so many people and it's never got off the ground. And the fact that it's got off the ground and it's gone, what, 100 episodes in 198 days, it's it's incredible. So thank you, Adonis. Okay, Ross, um, thanks and very well done on the getting the youth pod off the ground. Okay, Ryan? Yeah, so uh, the Roaring Peacock. Um, so I was I was listening, started to listen during lockdown. You know, I really enjoyed listening to you guys. Um, brought something different to the table. A lot, you know, um, and it's something that I, you know, I wanted to get involved with. I think, and I think I messaged you, Donny, a few months back. But uh, I was finding things difficult in lockdown and stuff like that. And then I come on board and it's sort of like, uh, gives you a, a sense of feel, uh, belonging again to something. So when you're at Ellen Road, you feel like you belong. And I think being with being a part of this, uh, the podcast, the Royal Peacock, and you guys, it's a sense of belonging again to something. And something that obviously we all enjoy and something we all love to talk about and our experiences and just talking about the games before, during, after. Um, it's just something you can, you know, you can really get off your chest. And this platform is absolutely amazing for that. And like uh, Ross has said, like, just thanks for letting me be part of it. We're proud and uh, privileged to have you. Thanks, Ryan. Um, Ewan? Um, well, touching on what Ryan said, you know, whether you you got involved in football, hooliganism, in, in the 80s or whether you're somebody who goes to the games all the time. Football's about identity, isn't it? And I think what the Roaring Peacock's done and, and is provided us with an identity at a time it's been really difficult to have one, particularly as a Leeds fan, as a football fan. And it's also given us the other thing that all those things give you, which is a community and some camaraderie and yeah. friends. You know, I, I've been surprised because I'm like one of the most difficult people. Like I've got my circle of friends that I've known for many, many moons and... I'm a very gregarious and outgoing person, but I don't let people in very easily. But I've absolutely loved meeting you guys, and I've, I've, you've got like people I consider to be good friends, and I've really loved it as an outlet to be able to sort of express myself. And I've got to be frank. I mean, Donny, we sort of spoke right at the very beginning at the birth of the idea, and it kind of didn't happen, did it? For a number of reasons, you know, I kind of went off and did my own thing, and so fortunate to kind of stay involved on the whatsapp group which is another source of entertainment during lockdown and it's really <laughs> a really good a really good active group as well you know everybody sort of contributes and and you know replies to stuff and you get involved but i'm absolutely eternally proud and if i never do anything else i'm so proud of all elves aren't we which was absolutely all about this group and the enthusiasm and the energy that people in the group put behind it 
and the ideas and the simplicity of which we managed to create something brilliant. Um, if again, if I never do anything else, I'll be so so proud of that we did that, and 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 it was an amazing thing to do, and it was so successful. But I'm really successful, really proud of what you've done, Donny, for all of us, and and what you've created, and what we've all been able to contribute to as a result. Um, so again, I just want to thank you because. It wasn't a thing I was intending to do. I don't think it was something I was necessarily natural at or blessed or, you know, um, it, it doing. But I guess, you know, I feel quite confident with doing it now. I enjoy doing it. It's something I love doing. Um, I've made good friends out of it and I can't wait till, you know, at some point we might actually get in the pub and have a beer together and <laughs> chew the fat chew the fat, and, and do it for real. But, um, yeah, really honoured, really proud. Um, thanks for all your hard work and thanks for getting me involved on it. And thanks you lads for making me laugh and making me smile and keeping me entertained through the last bloody hell 390 odd days. <laughs> <laughs> well, I disagree there. You are a natural at it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, thanks. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I would never have known though, would I? You wouldn't have known if I hadn't got involved. And like I say, I sort of I got my mm. second chance and I grabbed onto it and did a couple of reviews and the charity stuff. I loved doing it. Um, and people were sort of saying to me, oh, you're really good on that. You know, I was like, am I? Yeah. All right, fucking hell, I've got a big enough head as it is, right? So I'll just, <laughs> I'll just do more now. You're going to get more of me, but I've loved it, proper loved it, and um, I enjoy watching it back. I don't often like, you know, when you don't like listening to your own voice and yeah. when you record yourself, especially his blunt Leeds accent sometimes. Um, but I even listen back to it and, and laugh at myself and at other people that are involved and we interact with. So it's been great. It's cracking. Fantastic. Yeah, and it's good, it is good to have some... Uh, uh, Thick, strong Leeds accents, especially um, yeah, just talking about Leeds and representing the the club and the city. Um, so it's me and Ryan, isn't it? Me and Ryan have got the proper Leeds. Like Barney's like, oh, yeah. proper, Barney's like <laughs> yeah. posh. He's from posh bit. He's only just got a he's only just got a Leeds postcode. I think Barney. You know what I mean? <laughs> that was a good kid bands. As good a segue as any then. Um, so, Barney, <laughs> thoughts on the Roaring Peacock? I've just really enjoyed it. I mean, I've been on a couple of Leeds podcasts before and it's not been very well organised. I just I just love the energy from you, Donny, every single day saying, right, who's, who's up for this, who's up for that? I've just The, the WhatsApp group is brilliant, how we interact with each other. I, I just think it's... It's, it's good because we're so many, we're different people. We're not trying to do the same thing as individuals and also as a podcast as well. I remember when you put the uh, the tweet out saying you wanted to get involved and I got into contact with you straight away. And a lot of people on elsewhere think that me personally coming onto a podcast is because I want to be famous. No, it's not. I just like to talk about football and I like to talk about Leeds United. Um, so when when you said, yeah, contact us, we did, did a Zoom meeting and then you wanted to do an interview, like fucking hell! I just want to do about Leeds, and then <laughs> then I realised you you knew this was gonna you wanted to do it properly. It wasn't just a, a few lads in the bedroom talking some shy and popping something out. We actually put quality out every single time as well. I think that's that's really important for the engagement of getting more listeners and more subscribers on the YouTube. While we're talking about subscribe, like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, um, <laughs> just <drop that in. laughs> so I, I'll just see, I just, I just really enjoy it. I just, when we have those conversations on WhatsApp and when we talk about, I mean, when we went offline, the three, three of us, me, you and Hugh and talking about what we did in our lives after Leeds, outside of Leeds and stuff, it was, I just, it was actually like everyone's saying, I feel like we've got some really good friendships going on and, I would just really appreciate being on. Thanks, mate. Oh, Cheers. Sure. Yeah. Thank you, Barney. It's a... I'm going to say, lads going in the bedrooms and popping some off is something completely different, Barney. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we would have been doing if we hadn't been on podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> Boredom sets in. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I highly doubt that any of us are going to become famous out of this. Maybe if, <laughs> uh, it'd be easier to rob a bank, I think. <laughs> Robbing a bank, <laughs> I reckon you'd get on the front front page of the paper and yeah. cause some news headlines. Okay, Sam, the Roaring Peacock. 
Um, yeah, I mean, I've I've listened to podcasts for years and years, and listened to numerous shit lead ones of people trying to take themselves way too seriously. And this one came out, and I think I seen it on Twitter, and straight away, first episode, banged it on and loved it straight away. I just loved the way that you guys chatted. Um, you know, you didn't take yourself too seriously. It was a lot of fun, and that's you know that's the sort of podcast I like. You know, having a laugh and and not taking yourself too seriously. So as soon as you know, I could possibly have got involved. I did, and absolutely loved it. Um, you know, my, oh, I've, we've got a fr- decent friendship group, and I'd say about three of them are football fans. There's about four or five that aren't, and they're all like armchair fans. One's a scum fan, one's an Arsenal fan, one's a West Ham fan. They're all from fucking North Yorkshire. Who knows why they're supporting <laughs> them? Um, but and they're not they're into football, but not massively into it. So for me to have a release to talk to it to use all about, have a laugh about. And to not chew my missus ear off anymore because she's, you know, she's she got a bit sick of it, especially promotion and Bielsa and Phillips and all that. You know, she's got a bit sick of hearing of it. So to, to have uh, somewhere where I can chat and meet some lovely guys um, and have a laugh, it's been brilliant. Um, and yeah, I've really missed, you know, going to the pub and, and, and chatting bollocks, um, especially at Leeds games. So this is a perfect replacement. And um, I think you and said as well, you know, hopefully soon we can actually meet up and, and have a drink because, you know, that'd be brilliant to actually meet you guys in person. So, um, yeah, absolutely loved it. And, yeah, thanks thanks for everyone for for, for getting me involved and for, for you, Donny, for doing all the editing because it looks like a right bollock. <laughs> 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 but you do a brilliant job of it, mate. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Um, is that about it then? Do, do we have time for anything anything more I want to quickly, quickly mention one of my favourite moments of Leeds in lockdown was the guard of honour from Derby that yeah. was the sweetest mm. nut possible that was and we still won the game and all I'm hung over <laughs> that's a good yeah, idea actually that. then we can just we could we could just uh, shout out our favourite moments no particular order if you want yeah that's definitely mine and that, and that Liverpool game yeah it's incredible to be back even though we lost it didn't feel like we lost it at all yeah, I think Villa Villa was a highlight because I, I yeah, got a bit of a thing for Villa at the moment. I thought being, yeah, in, being in, particularly Bamford and beating Sheffield United. I think that the highlights for me have been where you have been able to sort of get back to doing something that would be normal, I guess. So watch Sheffield United in the pub. I watched Derby in the pub. Um so Sheffield United in the Premier League Derby when prior to getting promoted, they got the guard of honor. I watched it in a mental pub full of leads, fans full of great lads. Um and then went into Millennium Square to celebrate afterwards, which I know probably we shouldn't have done, but I spent the whole day, got an absolute stinking hangover, spent all day and night out. And uh, that was probably one of my highlights from sort of lockdown and um, from watching Leeds was the Derby game, going out into into Leeds after going in Millennium Square, celebrating with all the fans and all that sort of chaotic scene that people are familiar with now. Um, and that's pretty rare, isn't it? Because one of the other sides of you've, you've you know, being locked down, not going to the games is I've had less hangovers um, from sort of all day drinking. And there has been times where I've come back from games and I've been in bed and my son's coming and gone, oh, dad, what was the lead score? And I've literally gone and done <laughs> Not a clue. Not a clue. I was an arsehole before we went in. I sort of remember we scored. And then I think we were in bar for about 40 minutes at half time and saw the last 10 minutes and then, the rest is a blur, mate. Go have a look on um, Sky Sports News, mate, and see what the score was. Sorry, that was a long highlight. Oh, that's high. I, I, when, when we actually got promoted, um, me and my missus booked a weekend away in Leeds um, about a month or two before um, when all the hotels were doing cheap weekend deals or whatever, and it just happened to fall on the weekend we got promoted. Um, Leeds is only about half an hour away, especially on trains. No, even no wonder she's sick of you talking about I it. I know, mate, but she got really into it. That's the thing. That was her, like, seeing the fact that ev- the whole of Leeds was just loopy all weekend, and she yeah. took that on board and was like, right, I'm into Leeds now. I'm invested in Leeds. I love yeah, Bielsa. Yeah, yeah. I love Philip. So it just hurts. Oh, no, first. Yeah, that's it. Man. So it was brilliant. And like on the train down, watching the uh, West Brom Huddersfield game, and then literally game finished, Leeds reported five minutes later, pulled into Leeds. And already there was people, there was one guy with uh, wrapping paper, cardboard tube, the Leeds, um, uh, what was it, a Leeds. Uh, towel sellotape to it and it was waving it around on that statue outside the stadium outside the uh, train station sorry it was fucking brilliant and just that whole weekend of 
you know, we're out shopping the next day and bang, you know, we're, we're champions. And then all that day, like you were saying, and that Sunday against Derby and then going to Millennium Square after we managed to sneak her to come, to come there with me. And yeah, it was just brilliant. Mate. And um, yeah, what, yeah, what a weekend that was. And stay with me forever, that. Yeah. Speaking of getting your missus to support Leeds, um, <laughs> do you know what? I felt like I was, you know, I'm not religious at all, but I felt like I was going straight to hell. By by turning her into a Leeds fan after that <laughs> Derby playoff semi final defeat, oh my god! Uh, I thought no, I'm never gonna be, I'm never gonna be forgiven by anything in the universe for this. This is well, probably one of the worst things that anyone can ever make another person do. Care about <laughs> Leeds? <United. laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> uh, um, but you know what? She was so positive and she was like, no, we're going to get promoted this season. She won't run. I was like, are we? <laughs> <laughs> that's when you can tell she's a new... That's yeah. when you can tell she's a new convert, don't we'll you? give it a few years. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, we've been saying that for 16, love. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, quick favourite moment then, uh, Barney, uh, Ryan? Uh favorite moment for me is um when we played man city at home it was just absolutely fantastic probably one of the best premier league games for some years and it just felt really proud seeing those players from the championship going head to toe against world-class players i think it was fantastic i mean after the game a lot of people were saying that wow what a game what a game but just i'd just like to say one thing one of the biggest regrets probably that will will be in my life is not going to either Millennium Square or to yeah. see the fans come out in the bus. Uh, the, the sorry, the players in the bus. That when I saw it, because I saw it, I was like, no, I'm not going. Can't go. And when I saw it, I was I was actually in tears because there's not many many times you can experience that again. So I was proper gutted that I didn't go to that. I wouldn't. I wouldn't beat yourself up about that, mate. Hmm. I, I, yeah, it was the sensible thing to do. Yes. Yeah, I, I know. I so. I'm, not, not, I'm, not, yeah. I'm not saying anything <laughs> bad about anybody who went there <laughs> because, you know, there is, it's touching, it's really on the edge of whether I would have gone. And, mm. and I've got an autoimmune disease, um, you know, and I got COVID and mm. it nearly, it nearly had, had me in hospital. I, I was sick for two months. So, so, yeah, it's really on the edge, but I know what you like, and just don't beat yourself up about it. Mm. Don't re- you're saying it's like the biggest regret of your life? It might have been the best decision of your life. You just never yeah, know. I know. I know it sounds probably a bit over far fetched a bit, but it's like when you see the when you saw the scenes and you see the photos, now you just see fucking hell. I bet that was absolutely immense being in there. Yeah, just vicarious. That's mm. the way I look at mm. it. I couldn't have been there. There was no mm. way I was going to get there. But I've I celebrated. Let me tell you. Yeah. Ask my neighbours. <laughs> okay. And I'm going to say from somebody who went we've to lost Bo- somebody. I, yeah, Sam's I'm gone. English, Sam's gone. Is uh, internet, somebody went to both. Um, you know, went down to Allen Road and went to Manny Square. It's. Uh, I feel like a bit of a bastard now. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm just like you know, I'm anti-human race. I'm like I don't make sensible decisions. But anybody who knows me well enough knows I've always been the same. But um, I think you know what it was an almost. A, it was like an instant thing that I decided to do it. It probably was stupid, but. I, I'm probably of a different mind and I'm probably fortunate and blessed enough not to have any, you know, um, health problems that like you, Barney, I thought I've waited a long time. Might not happen again. Mm. I, I can't not, I can't, I can't miss it. I've got to be there. You know, all the big moments in Leeds history, whether I go every week or not, I've been there, you know, Bournemouth relegation, Ipswich to league one relegation gets bolt, you know, gets Bolton back to the championship promotion back to division one or the, the, what's now the premier league back in 1990 i've been there and it was like another moment like that where you just think the memories last forever and god bless you know i got away with it didn't i and i think so glad i did because um you know i wanted to be there and it was an amazing experience as you can imagine but you know equally like donny don't beat yourself up about that mm. because uh 
you know, it's the probably that it was the right thing to do on it. Um, not you won't have missed. You won't have missed out, Barney. That's what I would say. Mm. There'll be. I'm sure that there'll be an open top bus parade mm. or something. I hope so. Yeah. There yeah, will be. Awesome. There will be. Um, okay, Ryan. Um, <laughs> My favorite. We're back now, lads. We're back now. There's going to be loads <laughs> in the future. <laughs> Not even. Yeah, right. So yeah, my favourite moment didn't even involve a Leeds game. It were that Huddersfield West Brom game, uh, where we we were confirmed that we were going up. Uh, I just I was sat with my daughter, wife was at work, and you know, about final whistle blow. I just dropped to my knees, tears rolling down my face. Daughter's laughing her head up at me. What's going on? But then she, then she, when she realised what was going on, she just embraced it with me, and it was such a magical moment that was, you know, and I, I'll live with me forever. The minute we we got promoted back up to uh, Premier League, so I quickly ran over to Sainsbury's and got a case of prosecco. Obviously, <laughs> to get absolutely bollocks. <laughs> <laughs> when uh, when that goal went in, I think it was Emil Smith Rowe, wasn't it? Nineteen nineteen. Yeah, I've never I, uh, celebrated another goal like that in my life. No, no. Nice. I, we've got wooden floor here. And I slid on my knees into the next room like... <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Um, I've, got a good, I've got a good story about that, actually. That, um, <laughs> a bit like Ryan. Um, so I was cooking. I remember being... I can't, my memory's rubbish now. Um, so many bangs to the head, but... I was downstairs cooking in the kitchen. So our kitchen is like down in the cellar, sort of all the downstairs and the kids were upstairs. And I can't remember, was it the next day? Did we need to win? If they'd have got a result, did they need to, did we need to win the next day to be guaranteed promotion? Or was it the Derby game? Was that? Brentford played Stoke the day after. That's right. Yeah. And if they didn't win, we were up guaranteed. Yeah. So I I must've said to my kids, oh, you know, we'll we'll get, we'll get promoted tomorrow. Hopefully, you know, that's what we're waiting on. And, um, saw that result coming on the telly as I was cooking and they were upstairs doing whatever they were doing and um, I turned the telly off they came down I went lads got some bad news for you got it wrong can't get promoted tomorrow like what do you mean dad my, my eldest face who understands a bit more like dropped he was like what do you mean we can't get promoted tomorrow don't say that dad I thought that was it I thought we just had to go and get a result tomorrow and we're up we're up I thought, no, it's it's done. We don't get promoted. We're not going to get promoted tomorrow. <laughs> it was proper sad. He was stood on the bench, like looking at me at eye level, going, "What do you mean? I don't understand what's what's happened." And I went, well, "I played it out. You know, strung it out like a dad, a, yeah. a cruel dad, a cruel dad would. A dad that's kids have annoyed him over many years. I thought I'm going to string this one out a bit, and he was getting a bit upset. And I went." We've already been promoted. And the minute I let myself go and said, that's yeah. it, we've been promoted. I like you, Ryan. I mean, I don't shed a tear very often, but I had literally a tear. I was welling up. Yeah. The kids were hugging me. They were going absolutely mental around the kitchen, diving on me. And I was welled up, man, proper like, emotional about it because yeah. I thought, that's it. At last, all them years of despair and heartache mm. were back. Um, and that's the thing, Barney, we're back now, mate. So there's going to be plenty mm. more brilliant, yeah. brilliant occasions, yeah. brilliant occasions to go. Surely the club will do something as well, won't they? Yeah, I like, hope so. Because they're, they're mm. going to have to, aren't they? They usually do a big bus par- parade or bus tour or something. Surely they're going to do something so, do. where everyone can be involved. Yep. Um, certainly it's going to happen. Okay, um, so that's pretty much all we've got time for. Do we want to do final thoughts? Or should we just wrap it up? Yeah, I think we've covered most, haven't we? Yeah. Final, final thoughts then, uh, Ross. It's another 100 in the next 198 days. <laughs> oh, no, please. <laughs> <laughs> one on one every other day throughout the off-season as well. Okay, Barney? So 100, and it's on, 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 on. <laughs> okay, Sam? Uh, well, yeah, more, more of this to come, and I want my jazzy shirt just for this occasion, so you're welcome. <laughs> Very nice. Sam's Sunday best, if you're listening on the yeah, podcast, baby. is a Hawaiian If shirt. not, check it out on YouTube and subscribe while you're there. Right. Um, Ryan, <laughs> final thoughts? Yeah, 100, not out. Let's keep going, keep doing what we're doing, and let everyone subscribe and like. Brilliant. Thanks, Ryan. And Ewan? So it's cricket parlance, 100 not out. Let's keep going. Um, let's not get a silly LBW on 101. Um, <laughs> and I think Sam's shirt is definitely a tribute to Frank Worthington. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> too many buttons done up yeah. there. Yeah, I know, yeah, I know. I thought one or two would be all right. Like. You, you, need button, to, you uh, buttons down to your neck, a sack mate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and get, get some hair on that chest. Yeah, yeah exactly. And a big, <laughs> big medallion. Big medallion, yeah, gold yeah. chain, you're aware, mate. Um, yeah. But you, another final thought, thanks to all viewers and all people who subscribe and all people who listen on Spotify. Yeah. Keeps yep. us going. Totally. I mean, 92,000 views, listens and downloads. I just, um, I can't believe it, really. It's it's Crazy. much better than, um, than I, I could even have dreamed. Um, we also have to thank people who aren't here so rob um wiggy uh stats um josh pearson uh lee wakefield he's come on board in the in the group as well as um isaac who uh is hopefully going to help me with some of the editing going forward uh leon of course um matty lufc academy central so he uh he's involved more in the youth pod as well and uh varun uh our uh Indian uh, Indian Peacock, uh, as well as, of course, all the Leeds Overseas guys. And uh, we have to uh, mention uh, Alex at Riot Badger and uh, Cookie, uh, who have also been a, a massive um, uh, support to to the, the Roaring Peacock, the inception story, the origin story of the, um, the Peacock. And, of course, just going back to, to before this all started then, it was, it was actually Stats who uh, I'd been thinking of doing a magazine, I, I thought, I could I could do a um, a fanzine, and it quickly became apparent that there was a lot less involved in a podcast, surprisingly enough, <laughs> than than doing a fanzine, which is incredibly difficult. And hats off to the square ball for keeping up that. Um, eventually, want to do something like that, but it's hard enough just uh, doing the podcast at the minute and the blog. So. Um, Stats put out a tweet and said, hey, does anybody want to start a podcast? And that's kind of where it happened. I I messaged him on Twitter and then I got in touch with um, Laura Kenny and she recommended Ewan. So original, the original lineup was meant to be Ewan and Stats. Um, and it's so good now to have them both uh, very involved in, in the podcast. And, and of course, the original lineup that that we settled with after a number of uh, laborious interviews, which I never want to have to um, revisit, um, was uh, was Alex Wright Badger and uh, and Ross. Uh, so Ross has been there from the start, and uh, and and Ewan and Stats as well. So special thanks to those guys. Is that it? That's it, mate. We're done. Right. That's it. One hundred pods. Can I can I sleep now? <laughs> yeah. well, we've got youth pod on Thursday so only for a day or two oh, <laughs> oh god um, so if you haven't followed us on Twitter we are at Peacock's Raw um, there's also at Barney underscore 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 21 who's uh, part of the red light district now if you're <laughs> listening on the podcast he's got a red light on. I think he's in the window he's in the window ladies oh <laughs> Oh, he's got nipple tassels on his lead shirt. Very nice. <laughs> How much is it, Barney? 150 euros? It, it's uh, three times I had. Three? Wow. Okay, there you go. Just want um, some fun. He's turned a few heads that one, not as many as our stomachs. Um, on Twitter as well, Machiavelli at you and Metcalf. When or not, dear. Did we decide on a nickname for you yet? You I, have to, I, I keep saying to you, listen, just my mum my called me Foxy the other day. Boxy. 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 Here we go. You know. I know. I shouldn't, I shouldn't have said that, should I? Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes I need to think before I open my mouth. I can't, it, so much, <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it was something to do with the podcast, though. Let me just uh, go on. You talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> well, I was thinking, I was thinking Mac because, you know, Machiavelli, but also Metcalf, Mac. Yeah, well, I, yeah, that did, yeah, I used to get called Mac when I played football because when I was slimmer and had a little bit of hair, but was very receded, uh, I used to look, apparently, I played in a team of nearly all black footballers. So I played for Prince Phillips, Jane Calcer, and a couple of teams down in Chapeltown, and uh, they used to call me Gary Mac. So mm-hmm. there you go. Nice. Um, so, comparison. Yeah. Um, 
as well on Twitter. Ring that bell at Ross Bell 1984. Yep, follow me there. It's a it's a hoot. <laughs> <laughs> Don't oversell it, Ross. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's average at best, but yeah, follow me. Um, Sam Ward LUFC at Sam Ward LUFC. Goodbye, everyone. Follow me, Don. I'm, yeah, I, I, I don't have many followers. I'm not really that asked, but you can if you want. The warden, the peacocks are instead. The warden of the north. That yes. was a, a nickname for you, wasn't it? Um, oh, I'll take that. Um, Bigwig is Big is wig. the is the nickname for Ryan, which yeah. we haven't started using yet, but we could. So at Ryan with no one. See you. And you and you had a message from your mum that you wanted well, to let us know about. You know, the mum's this, bonkers, right? But she's she, so she put. I've just listened to the podcast. This is the other thing, right? I was getting more subscribers because I'm literally threatening even my own family with violence if they don't. <laughs> I threatened to leave my wife the other day. I said, have you subscribed yet? And she went, oh, no. I went, right, that's it. This is getting <laughs> the to done. <laughs> yeah, the kids have put a bit of pressure on us, but this is really starting to grate on me now. But um, so just, just, <laughs> you put, just listen to the podcast. Prince of Trickery was slightly better than the dictionary definition of Machiavellian. Crafty, cunning, deceitful, double-dealing, foxy. Underhand, unscrupulous, etc. We used to call Frank Worthington smooth and easy because there was a TV ad for beer uh, for a beer called Worthington's Bitter, and the catch line was smooth and easy. Once saw him in a motorway services with the team, and he looked like a greasy spiv with tight white trousers, etc. But I was obviously clearly amusing everybody. So she did. I just in my own mind, which is even more weird. I've imagined that my mum called me Foxy, but it was some. <laughs> Dictionary definition of Machiavellian, which right. it's not particularly flattering, Machiavellian. So, so you've read that, right? You've read that and you've had your chin up the, the rest of the day, walking on air, going, oh, I'm, I'm Foxy. Foxy, man. <laughs> Proper Foxy, mate. Scrupulous, double dealing, deceitful. I, I didn't know it was so accurate. Just keep calling me Machiavelli. <laughs> okay. And a few of the guys have mentioned it, but we've got a YouTube channel. Uh, if you'd like to like the video, comment on it, and subscribe, that would uh, help us out. We are so close to 1,000 subscribers, uh, 44 away now. Okay, that was your lot, wasn't it? See you. I'm starving. <laughs> and he needs to go put another 50p in meter. <laughs> <laughs> I need, I need to go. I've got a punter anyway at the window. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Okay. Always a pleasure, lads. Most of our stats come from LUFC Stats or LUFC Data on Twitter. A very special thanks to Barney Stewart, Cooper Ewan and Howard Metcalf, Josh Pearson, Laura, Leon and Rob, The Light Show and all our family and friends. So many games to 